Hey guys, today's guest is the extraordinary YouTube personality and entertainer David Dobrik. With over 7 billion views of his videos, I'm sure you know who he is. I was so impressed. Before we begin the episode, I want to read a letter from Alex, who was on our episode with Pamela Adlin. Alex writes, Hi, unqualified fam. Alex here. I wanted to share a few pictures from last Monday. Her name is River Wild. I wanted to thank you guys, Anna, Cassie, Pamela, and everyone who helped with the podcast a few weeks ago. Thank you for being so sweet, empathetic, and understanding. I felt so much lighter after we talked. You really gave me wings to finish the last bit of my pregnancy. What you guys do is way bigger than you know. I hope y'all are blessed beyond measure because of it. Thank you so much, Alex. Congratulations, Alex. Thank you for your kind words, and thank you for the photos of River. She is absolutely beautiful. You know, I really don't know how to address everything that's going on in the world. I can only wish for your good health and happiness during these crazy times. Just know that I'm thinking about you. This episode is our last recorded in-person interview, but we are continuing to podcast from home, talking with guests via Skype or FaceTime. Meanwhile, please help the unqualified community grow by sending us your questions, your answers, and your stories. Just go to our website, unqualified.com. And now, here he is, David Dobrik. Gentlemen, you are listening to Unqualified with your host, Anna Ferris. David, this is the first time we're meeting. Right. And I'm so grateful to be here at your house, your beautiful home, <laughs> on a rainy day in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's supposed to rain for a week. But you do look slightly defeated and when we came in first of all you have a cop car and you have a dusty ferrari <laughs> yeah the, the cop the cop car is there to scare people away <laughs> i see you have notes prepared for me that is, i do i totally do that is absolutely insane that, that you do i i'm i'm so grateful that you would take the time and write notes about me i don't know i'm just so ill prepared for anything i do in this world so i just find it so like i'm inspired by people that come prepared to things because i'm just all over the place as you can see when you walked in <laughs> so you came in at the exact time you were supposed to come in but i was being an idiot and i i'm running completely behind because i was uploading a video today and after i posted it I found out that the song I was using to edit the entire video to was blocked in a, in a bunch of countries. So the label's not letting me use the song. They're going to take the video down. So they took the video down. So now I was scrambling and looking for another song that kind of matches the previous song. Yeah. And that's impossible to find. So I'm like just sweaty in my bed. I, I had the shower running because I was going to jump in the shower until, and then I got the notification that the I'm label sorry. took my video down. Oh. It's not you. You're you're great. I literally was just like in the worst spot. So was it taken down from different countries or, yeah. or all territories? Different countries, but one of the countries I think included is the U.S. So that's kind of, that's the, the majority of my audience. That's uh, maybe it's available in like Germany, but that'll be, you know, that'll be a half a percent of my viewers. So I don't know if that'll do it for me, but <laughs> I'm sorry. At least the German people get the video today. But I love that you're a meticulous editor. Oh right? my God. Yeah. So much. All right, David, I always feel like I have a, a relatively strong angle with people that I haven't met before the podcast. Right. Like there's a lot to talk about. Is that what you mean? It's like, how do I get to the places that I want to go? 
With <laughs> Where do you want to go? You can literally just tell me and we'll end up there. Okay, but you can I ask just... me literally any question you want in the entire world. Okay. And if I hate the question, I'll just kind of jump around it All awkwardly. Right. All right. Who was your third grade love? My third grade love? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I actually do remember her. Her name was Hannah Sandstorm. And Ooh, what a great name. Yeah, it was the best name. Um, and Did she make it up though? Honestly, thinking back now, I think it was Hannah Sandstrom, but I think I like I mentally you changed it to, to Sand Hannah Sandstorm because I just thought it was so much hotter. A little storm in your heart. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she was causing it. What was hot about her? Um, she was the. <laughs> <laughs> in the third grade. I don't know how to describe her now. I don't know. I honestly think I was like the only girl that paid me any attention in like any grade. I had like the worst luck. Not luck. I didn't have anything with any girl. Why? When I was like, I don't know. I had like these, when I first got glasses, I didn't realize that you can get like cool glasses. Like the ones I'm wearing right now, I feel like are pretty cool glasses. Totally. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> no, but I, I got like Harry Potter glasses at the time because I didn't know that there was a cool way to look okay in glasses. So yeah, I was, I just looked like a complete idiot. I looked like the biggest nerd ever. Yeah. I was like friends with all the girls. I was like, I was like everybody's gay best friend. I was everybody's gay, straight best friend. It's kind of what I was. That was the and do you think in. that the, your friends would actually remember you like that? A hundred percent. Oh my God. Yeah. Even my assistant, Natalie, that's the only way she remembers me is that's exactly who I was. I was like this big, like, this is just like a, no, not big. I was a little loser in high school. Well, yeah. I remember my aunt once saying to me like, oh, I remember you saying that you wanted to move to Hollywood and you were going to buy a, a limo. I was wearing headgear. You probably don't know what headgear is. No, but yeah. Like yeah, for yeah. your teeth? Yeah, yeah. All right. It's a 50-50 chance of me knowing something from like <laughs> anything from longer than 10 years ago. Right. This time I knew. This is going to be an awesome awesome adventure for me because yeah. I really need you. I was thinking on the way over, I really need you to give me an education about a few things. <laughs> you have structure and like... Oh no, I don't have structure. That's why I'm so like jealous of people like in the traditional world because they have structure. I'm assuming when you do like anything with film or anything like that, you have so much structure, like you know what you're doing, like day in and day out, you have a schedule, but yeah, I don't have anything like that. That's true. Case in point, you walked in and my shower was running for the past... 10 minutes and I was hoping to get in at one point. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. But I just couldn't because there's no structure. No, no, no. I'm just, (laughs) I'm not blaming anything on you. Hey, as we pulled up, how on a scale of like one to 10, how grumpy are your neighbors with you? (sighs) Fuck. Who did you run into? (laughs) Nope. We did. It just, it was just a vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Did you, did you see any neighbors? Yeah. I meant just people like, you know. Well, well, look at look at you. This is on high alert. I I clearly tapped into something. My neighbors. So I would say a 10. Half of them like me and the other half like just don't like me. And it's tough because fucking YouTubers get the worst rap. And it's like you can be a YouTuber that's oh, wait, literally curing cancer, that? but people hate YouTubers. Uh, well, what but, do you mean? Why do you say that? It, because it's I mean, interesting it, to me. Go up to any of your friends and say, hey, I'm doing a podcast with a YouTuber. And they'll go, why the fuck are you stooping so low? It's because. What? Well, it's no. Because, no, no, hold on, hold on. Well, first of all, I don't have any friends. <laughs> Second of all, you got it all wrong. I don't hang out anybody. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't even know who to ask, and my friends don't even know what YouTube is. Right. But it's the fucking new format. So. Sure. The reason I think like YouTube, I mean, the reason I know YouTube gets such a bad rep is because it's not really a platform that's like it's not like a NBC or a CBS where it's moderated by like execs and you know it's like they control what's posted. And what's like put out there, like on YouTube, anybody can upload and anybody can be a YouTuber. Therefore, anybody represents the the whole, right? So like when one guy goes and uploads a video of him doing something extremely stupid and that's what the media picks up, then now all of the YouTubers like grouped in this are just dumb idiots and horrible people, which I totally get. And that's just like, that's kind of the well, the negative side of but the David, YouTuber. Well, okay. I have, I have uh, four counter arguments right. with you specifically. 
Okay, go. Counter. Number one. On a personal level, I feel like podcasting can be viewed the same way. So I'm with you. No. Like sentiment-wise. Oh, yes. I think podcasting is like so like intellectual. Like no. I, yeah, 100%. What? The way I look at like podcasting is like like having a conversation is a lot more intellectual. Oh, so does audio make you more nervous than maybe doing like... No, no. I love audio when I'm on somebody else's, but I hate it when I'm on my own podcast. I don't know what it is. I think it's because my co-host is Jason and it's only us two and we see each other literally 24-7. And every time something fun does happen, we put in the videos. So then we're just like, okay, what new thing do we talk about on the podcast? He's like, he's the funniest guy I know, but we just can't like, sometimes it's so hard to come up with like new new stories to talk about that we haven't talked about already. When you were talking about, like, anybody can be a YouTuber, maybe technically that's true. But sure. nobody can have, like, fucking 20 million followers. And because you have that intangible quality. That intangible not a, quality. You know what I mean? Well, that sounds like a positive thing. I appreciate it. Oh, it totally is. You know this. Like, what you do with your humor and your accessibility, like at least the perception of accessibility. Um, yeah, that's part of the reason the neighbors don't like me is there's just too many people that show up. And I've said that so many times, like people shouldn't show up. And everybody that comes to the door has like a new excuse. And they're like, we flew in from Oregon. <laughs> so then what happens? So then like, it's, it's like, really it's like, please, like, One guy came to my door and it was like 1130 at night and it was two guys. And they're like in their late 20s and they had a six pack of beer and they're like, let's go drink. Let's go get some beers. Let's go out on town. I was like, and it's so crazy because they think they know you because they sure. watch these videos and it's not like that at all. Right. And it's such an awkward thing to like, be like, hey, thanks for whatever, supporting me. But at the same time, please like support my privacy. Has your extreme fame then, like, like it has it shifted your personality? Do you find yourself in the yeah, more I mean, guard or like, like building up the barriers? Because I, I feel that way. <laughs> They don't go to my house, but they sure. just come up to me at Ralph's when I'm buying yeah, pop well, secret. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like in a girl? In a girl. God damn it. Pretty good, right? <laughs> what do you like in a girl? Um, what do I like in a girl? I don't know. Like physically, uh, I, I, I'm just into short girls. Like that's all, like that's like five, well, I, five foot five. Okay, but, but why? Um, my friend Alex, he, was, he would like get a lot of girls as a kid. And one day I was like, what kind of girls are you into? And he was like, I just love short girls, man. And I was, and I don't, like, I was so impressionable at the time that for some reason I just took that on. And I was like, right, me too. And like, ever since then, I've just been into like short girls and there's no explanation other than Alex put that in my head. And I'm like a big people pleaser. So I like what other people like. Oh, He's still my best friend, like even to this day. Wait, where is he? He's in my hometown. Okay. I threw a pine cone once at his face. And um, they gave him a staph infection, and now he walks with a limp. It's the worst thing in the world, because we were having a pine cone fight, and I, I had really good aim. So it hit him right in the cheek. And yeah, and we don't know if it was directly because of my pine cone that he got the staph infection, or it was a scab around the time. Like, Alex helped me so Like, I started on Vine. Do you remember what Vine was? Well, this is what I need you to tell me. I need yeah, you yeah. to give me an education. He just helped me with, with Vine, and he would help me film all these videos, and he never asked for money. He never asked for a tag. And I was like, why do you help me with all this when I'm getting, like, all these followers? I'm getting all these brand deals, and you're not getting anything. And he, he said that, like, just watching you grow and watching you succeed, like, makes me just as happy as you doing yourself and it was like the craziest thing to hear that from a friend is, especially in high school uh, yeah and like that was yeah that's he's, he's the, definitely like, one of the closest friends of mine so in terms of like social hierarchy in high school right like how would you grade yourself 
I was a, like a C minus, which yeah. is like the worst place. You should either be like an F or an A. Why? Why was C minus sounds like what I would almost give myself? Because I wanted popularity. I had no idea how to get it. So I was in that limbo. At least if what? you're an F, you're making a decision. But what group were you in? Like, what were the kids you hung out with? Like um, stoners? I, like drama kids. Drama like, kids. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Did you go to your high school reunion? I love it that you asked that. I went to my 20th. And oh, my I, God. What is that like? It was uh, kind of boring. It was less <laughs> satisfying. Like, it was good for me in that I was relieved that I didn't feel like I needed to have, like, a like, fuck them. Like, there wasn't a sense of, like, vengeance in any way. Right. Like, it was relieving to hear people remember me the way that I remembered myself, which was quiet and nerdy. But um, but overall, it was like, huh, I don't know. But there was nobody there that was, like, kind of nasty to you as a kid, and now mm -hmm. they were just, like... Mm -mm. They were there, but they wouldn't talk to me. They were in the corner. Right. So then I wrote about them in my book. And they reached out to you after the book? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I, but it wasn't out of vengeance, really. It was just truly like out of, like this was how I managed to get through that period of, of a difficult time in one's life. Right. High school is fucking tough. I loved high school. See, that's the kind of thing I told an A you, pluster would say. That's what I told you that I would Fuck. rate myself what you rated yourself. I'd be a B. But it's no. I'd be a B. No, no, no. Because you were that kind of popular that everyone liked. No. That everyone liked. You could have no, no, like no. been ASB president. I don't know what ASB president is. Just the president <laughs> of the of the grade or yeah, of the class. I, I guess so. No, that was that Didn't was. Didn't they have like? They did, and that was one girl who was like the most like incredible person ever. I, her name was Grace Ferrello. She was like in the theater, uh, in the theater uh. group, and she was just like everyone was like that is like the perfect definition of a human being. She was involved in everything. She was good at acting. She was good at singing. She was just like, everything she did was like so perfect. And she was like the perfect student. <laughs> Chris, please message me on Facebook. If you're hearing this, I would love to catch up and see what you're up to. Oh my gosh. Wow. She, was, she was the best. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But wait, wait, where were we? I was trying to dig into your heartbreak life. I mean, what do you want to know about my heartbreak? Your biggest heartbreak. Uh, my biggest heartbreak is definitely, I've only had two relationships and one relationship was with my next door neighbor for a month. So it wasn't, that wasn't that exciting. Uh, the other one was I, I dated someone for two years and I think that was like the most serious relationship I've ever been in. Yeah. As I was asking you this question, I was looking up at your ceiling. Oh yeah, that's rough. What's that? Yeah, it's called elephant toothpaste, um, and it's it's basically it's a chemical, and you mix it. It's like hydrogen peroxide mixed with like dishwasher soap mixed with water. It just creates like this like toothpaste type thing, and it foams up and it shoots out. And it shot at our ceiling, and we've painted over it four or five times, but the chemical kind of keeps seeping through. At least the color does, but it's not toxic or anything at all. <laughs> you can do a pass on this. But why? What if I, age if I can, if did I can you ask? lose your virginity? Seventeen. Okay. Did that have an emotional impact? Like, did you feel like you fell in love with said person? Not at all. Wait, what do you mean? Because I, oh, I think didn't, I didn't me, lose my virginity to the person I was dating. 
Okay, but it didn't make you love that person more, like suddenly like you're in love with somebody because you like no. felt like the inside of a vagina. No, not at all. I never wanted to come back. <laughs> yeah, I think like the first couple of people I had sex with, I just never wanted to ever see them again Why? in my entire life. I don't know. Like it didn't, it just felt like... I was just like, no, that's not, let's like not this see each other anymore. Did you, do you think you had like higher expectations of the experience? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, the first time I had sex, I remember going back to my friends, I was like, dude... I'm either doing it wrong or just not that fucking cool. Like, this is this may be too much information, but like at the time, especially, I was like, masturbating is so much better because no one knows you more than you. Why the fuck would you want anybody else to do it? Especially when you can watch porn and you can, you know, you can watch it in any language. You can have any type of person. You can even have a fucking cartoon if you want. I was like, why am I traveling? You know, why am I using gas to go? 40 minutes to meet up with this girl I met on Tinder. What, <laughs> what cartoon turned you on? I've never, I've never watched any cartoon porn. I've watched it like as, you know, for fun. Like there's like Scooby-Doo porn where like Velma will have sex with Scooby. I don't actually watch it, but I just know of it. And then there's porn where like it's like the Flintstones. There's a lot you can find on Pornhub. It's actually pretty amusing. I don't know if I can, I don't know. Am, is it that it's, amusing? Is it, is it amusing enough to no, be like? No, it is. It, it's so funny. Like Pornhub is like YouTube. It has like, it has like its own. There's a guy on Pornhub that just makes videos that are parodies. So it'll be like stepsister walks in, needs help with her homework. So I helped her. And it's literally just him sitting there and doing the homework with her. Nothing sexual. <laughs> okay, David, here is what my assistant wrote up about you. I'm 23. I was born on July 23rd, 1996 in Slovakia. Okay, it says um, I got early success on Vine. That is true. Okay, but wait, I want to back up. Why did your parents emigrate? Um, you know, the cliche, like, to find a better life. Sure, but why Illinois? My dad first went to New York. Yeah. And then from New York, he moved to Ohio. And then I think my mom met him in Ohio. And then I met both of them in Ohio. And we lived there till I was like in the fourth grade. And then I moved to Illinois. Right. They like checked it out, scoped it out. And then I, I flew over by myself when I was six. And I remember surprising my mom when I got there because my dad picked me up and he told my mom I was coming like a day later. So we, we got, yeah, we went to my house and I knocked on the door and it was just me with my suitcase. And I was like, two feet tall Aww. she was pumped yeah and i love being little spoon so and my mom was the best big spooner oh my god around i still to this day prefer little spoon i think i am very like nostalgic i really like like things from my past and i can't let it go it's really scary i'm into that are you big spoon or little spoon um I, probably little spoon yeah i dabble in both <laughs> sometimes i'll tell a girl that i'm like that i like being little spoon and she'll look at me like you're fucking kidding me right and i go no i'm being dead serious i just think it's a lot more comforting like, I think it's the fucking, it's a ridiculous thing to say out loud. No, 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 Yeah, the reason I don't like being Big Spoon is because then the fucking girl's hair is in your face. You can't oh, fucking yes, breathe. Oh, yes, the hair in the face. And I like, like, when I go to bed, I'll put the blanket over my head and I'll put my hoodie on. And, like, I really like being, like, I really like getting, like, super warm and, like, claustrophobic and sweaty. I don't know what it is, but it's fucking no, I know, bizarre. I think I know what it is. Can I play therapist? Please. I think that it's probably because you're in a profession where you are exposed. Maybe that's what it is. Um, wait, where are we now in the list? Of now things? we're at um, averages 10 million views per vlog, which is pretty cool. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's, it is a really cool thing. I'm very, very fortunate to be in that position. But who knows how fucking long this thing's going to last. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep reading. Play tennis competitively in high school. I did. And I'm starting to play tennis now. In high school, it was, it was so funny because people would be like, 
what sports do you play? And I was always so scared to say tennis because it was like a girl sport, right? And it was like everybody else was like playing soccer or football. And I'd be like, I, a lot of times I just tell people I don't play any sports, even though like tennis was like my complete passion. And I was so, so obsessed with it. So, but it's, sometimes I'd be like, I don't play anything. Do you think that that means that you are drawn to an individual sport as opposed to a team sport? Yes. I don't like relying on a team to win, but I like um, having a team around. Like I love, there's nothing better than being part of a team. I always say this about tennis, but I love that the games or matches were played individually. And don't you think that's very reflective of what the empire... That is kind of like, I do surround myself with a, with like a big group of people, but I also but am you, very much you, in control. But of you like, understand that you're like, that it's yours. Because I, I love to ski and right. I, and I love like hike sort of, but I hated team sports because nobody could depend on me. I was bad yeah. at all of them, but also it felt like if I'm going to do something, I had, I felt very independent about it. Right. So that's why you chose skiing. Yeah. I think I just genuinely enjoy tennis, but there is like a component to like me doing it by myself that right. I enjoy. Okay, wait, where are we? I'm at, after graduating high school, he moved to LA to pursue his Vine career. It's so funny that someone sat and just typed all these down. So you moved to Los Angeles at what age? 18. And were your parents nervous? Yeah, I, t I remember I told my mom, I was like, I'm moving, to, I'm moving to LA. And she was like, where are you gonna move, Hollywood Boulevard? And I was like, yeah, literally, I found a place on Highland in Hollywood. I'm living at 1724 at Highland Avenue. And she was, she was so confused by it. And this was right after my parents gave me an ultimatum. They were like, you either go to school or you move out. And I didn't. Wait, 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 why? Maybe they, I didn't know what, I think they were just worried that I didn't want to go to college. And I went for a semester and I didn't care for it. And they didn't understand like what I wanted to do. But at the same time, I also didn't understand what I wanted to do. So... I want, what did you start to study in college? Com communications. It's like the bullshit oh God, major totally. there. Yep. I was a speech communication major for a yeah. minute. Yeah. I love it. I, my favorite is like when I, I meet a college kid and I'm like, what are you studying? And they're like, communications. And I'm like, oh, so you have no fucking clue what you're doing with your life. And they go, yep. yep. That's the same but I was in. It's so impossible. You go into high school and you're like so concerned about what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And all your teachers are like, don't worry. You have time to decide. You have time to decide. And then fucking senior year comes around and they're yelling at you that you haven't decided. And you're like, well, you were just telling me I have time. But the craziest fucking thing is, is that you did end up majoring in communication. Sure. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like, right. No, but, right? Like, you but have I, these platforms. I don't know. It's fucking I, rad. Yeah, I can't imagine doing anything other than Let's this. Let's take down the university system. Yeah, no more universities. Just be, become a YouTuber. That's your communication. <laughs> these study. last two comments, though, cracked me up earlier today because it felt like how is this a talking point and how especially is this a talking point david do you mind reading that? it's very funny because to, to me they, they they i mean no the first one doesn't really make sense has three brothers and sisters yeah it's just, just sort of like it just be so funny i could just imagine you reading these off just like so, so david you have, you have three, three brothers, brothers. And, and sisters. sisters. Is that three brothers and three sisters? Seven brides, seven brothers? What sure, are we sure. happening? I have two. Well, I actually have two sisters and one brother. Yeah. Okay, moving on. That, that should just say he has three siblings. It's a weird way no, to put I know, that. I know. Um, and then it says, has a very close-knit group of friends. I, I know. That part was hysterical to me. I feel like I know what, what this person means. It's because oh, okay, what, what does that, what this does that is, mean? This is because like, I, like, all my work is with my friends. So I think that's kind of where that's coming from, which is pretty true. And I was always so scared. I was pretty good at like camouflage. Is it camouflaging? No. Like, what do you call it when you can become friends with anybody? You uh, yeah. ca chameleon, chameleon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was really good at becoming friends with whoever in school, and I was nervous. See, that's why you were an A pluser. I was B, but thank nope, you. Nope, nope. Hey, that's an A plus move. Okay, go on. 
Yeah, and I was always so nervous for college. I was like, I know whoever I'm going to dorm with, like they're going to be my new friends and like they can be stoners, they can be fucking idiots, but I'm just going to become their best friends and they're going to be the people at my wedding. And I was so scared of that. Like I was like, fuck, I hope I don't fall with the wrong group. And then I moved out here and I got so lucky to find the people that literally are like the people I have back home. Like my friends back home and my friends here get along perfectly. And that's like, I've gotten genuinely really lucky. And I'm not just saying this to sound like bullshit grateful, but I just, I have just gotten really lucky. And I think that's like a big part of all of this. That's amazing. Would you consider yourself like a romantic? I want to get back to this love stuff. I yeah, I, I, I think I am. That. You I, are. I definitely am. When I, mean, I, I love it that you were thinking that, that like I want the, I'm, like my new dorm friends, they're going to be at my wedding. Sure, sure. Yeah, I guess that's a weird way to think about it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's an awesome way to think about it. I think why I think about uh, my wedding day is because I'm just, like, I'm so nervous about my family being there. Right. Like, I never went to prom or any dance because the part that terrified me the most was when your family comes and takes pictures of you with all the other families. And I was always so embarrassed and nervous to have my family interact with the other families Wait, and interact why? with my day. I think um, my parents were just like foreign and I was like right. this like kid that was like, oh, I'm not foreign. I I'm from America. And like, like I was like trying to find my like footing in this whole thing. And I was like kind of like shy and like awkward around them. I don't know. I was just being a stupid fucking teenager. I mean, I think we also don't realize like because we're so self-involved at that age specifically, but that everybody's parents embarrass them. Like Right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I think my parents would embarrass me more than the normal mob, which I think every kid thinks. But, but um, I love it that you're like, I'm going to get married. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and what are your feelings now in LA? Like, do you believe in the idea of marriage? This is a good topic to talk about sure? with Jason. Oh, with Jason, because, not with you? Um, well, because Jason's... Should I wait for Jason? Jason's been married. Okay. Do I think marriage is like a thing? Yeah, 100%. I still think people can get away with it and be happily married. I think it's a lot tougher, especially with social media, because you always see what you want, what you can't have, and like other things. And I think that's why there's a lot more marriages that don't work out now than I think before. I don't know if that's a fact. I just made that up. I don't know. Maybe divorce is easier. But wait, we earlier on, the only thing um, that you liked about ladies was that they were short. Yeah. What else? That's all you're going to give us? A sense of humor. Okay. I, I like, what's really important to me is somebody that can hang out with my friends without me being around. Like someone that can like, someone that my friends like, or someone that can like hold a conversation or if we go to a party, they can go like do mm. their own thing and they can kill it. Right. I don't even care if they're like clingy to me. That's almost not like, like I'm saying like if a stranger, like we're at a party, they can be clinging onto me the entire time. I don't really care about that. But like if someone comes up to them and starts asking them questions like, hey, Olivia, um, what uh, what are you up to? You know, someone that can hold their own in a conversation. <laughs> Your friends all really seem to like me. Sure. <laughs> yeah, well, we got, we got to put you through the test. We'll see what Jason thinks about you. Okay, wait. So can I give you deal breakers? Well, yeah, what's a deal breaker? Like in girls? Yeah. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, 100% go. Okay. You're dating a girl you really like, then she asks you to her high school prom. <laughs> is this like a current situation? Yeah, that's a deal breaker. Okay. Yeah. She's 18, though. Jesus. No, I, I couldn't date a high schooler, okay. even if they were 19. <laughs> maybe, maybe if they maybe. were 20. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe she's so smart that she did her own schooling, and now she wants to go back just to see how the rest of the people did it. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she has four parrots, and she mouth feeds them seeds. Deal breaker. Yeah, I'm not good with pets. It was pets. immediate. Yeah, I'm allergic to most pets. Parrots? I would assume Feathers? so. If I'm not allergic to the feathers, I'm allergic to how annoying they are. We're sitting on, like, piles of... <laughs> we are. We are. But I don't think these are real feathers. I think they're just, like... Probably not, but... Right. 
don't know. It's just I a just, bunch of parrots. I just don't know if I'm buying this. No, trust me, I'm not good with not good with animals. Wait, wait, wait. Not good with your girlfriend having animals? Both. Okay. Yeah. That's really sad because I, I know so many like I, like a lot of talking points for like a girl, like even on a first date will be like the dog she loves. And like a lot of times I'll be like, oh yeah, I, I love dogs. And I'll be like, show me a picture. <laughs> even though like, I'll be and like, I know the second I see this dog, I'm going to be, fu- I'm going to fucking start getting all itchy. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So parrots are out. Um, <laughs> okay. She tells you she doesn't really know who you are. Right. But then the first time you guys are intimate. You notice a, like a tattoo. Fuck that. Yeah, a tattoo of you? Yeah. Or like of me? Yeah. No way. No, fuck. That's the biggest but deal. He, I don't even think we actually had to go to the tattoo place. Because don't you think that if somebody is making a point of explaining that they don't, they don't even know who I you, hate that. It feels so... One of my pet peeves is when a girl's like, I don't know who you are. It doesn't say that necessarily, but like pretends they have no idea what I do. And then... Well, it's so contradictory really too, because you wouldn't say that to you like, you're UPS, man. Right. You wouldn't be like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, here's a box. I don't know but where... It's like, like saying that is confirmation that you're being weirdly, unimaginably proactive in yeah. like... I don't know what it is. Proving some point that you're not impressed or whatever it is, but it feels uncreative. There's nothing cool about someone going, I have no idea who you are. It's so cool when someone can like, especially a girl, when a girl can acknowledge like what you do and say confidently that she loves your stuff and she's not like insecure about the fact that she's coming off as a fan. Like that is the coolest thing to me. Like when someone goes like, I love all your videos. Yes. You're so great. And like can still be like completely normal around me and not feel insecure. Like that's the coolest. Well, and also like when somebody says like, I didn't even know who you are. Like until, you know, whatever. For me, it's like until my mom told me. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, that's. But even that is making the assumption that this elevated status that feels unworthy. Like, what does that mean, who you are? Yeah, to add to that, I also hate when people come up and ask for a picture and they go, I have no idea who you are. Oh. My girlfriend's such a big fan. Oh, that's what guys always do. They I pull know. that move. It's always frat guys like, I don't know who you uh, are, man, but my but fucking... my girlfriend... My girlfriend fucking loves you, yes. dude. Like, even if you genuinely have absolutely no idea who I am, don't say that. It's just totally. like... Totally. You don't need to put me down to take a picture with me. You right. can ask me in like a, in a normal way. Like, just be like, hey, let's take a pic. Like, cool. But I guess the messaging is really like, you intimidate me. And I'm nervous to ask right. this question, so right. I gotta like throw it to my gal or yeah. whatever who's probably not his gal. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Amen. Okay, wait. Um, she makes you a salad. Deal breaker. I'll never eat a salad. Okay. She makes you oatmeal cookies. Oh. And in no. I hate oatmeal cookies too. Just say chocolate chip cookies. I know no. where you're going. Okay. Wait, where do you think I'm going? Jason just walked right in. Jason, where have you been? Oh, I had to go uh, sign some forms for my son's dentist. You're the one who's uh, supposed to be educating me about all kinds of things. Just pointing at the wall. I'm yeah. happy to sit on this huge podcast. Yeah, get on this bitch. Yeah, come on, come on, Jason, please, please okay. do. <laughs> Jason and David, these are deal breakers. After a few months of dating, she asks if you can help her out with her rent. Because she's a little short this month. That's not a deal breaker. Yeah, I, I've been through a uh, yeah a deal breaker. I can't. I'm too nice. That's like my main problem in life. I've realized. Yeah. I'm the type of person that would like. Yeah, of course, I'll do everything. Do everything. No, I can't. I, That's done. Yeah. yeah. Um. Wait. You were so easy with that. No, I don't know. That's I. I, I don't think I've gone You're through generous. that yet. No, I haven't. Go, I haven't experienced yeah. that. But I know Jason has experienced it right, right, a couple right. times. <laughs> so I don't know how Jason gets himself in those situations where he's paying for people's rent. But no, I feel like if I went through it, I'd have a different outlook on it. But right, right now I'd be like, well, if I really, really love somebody and they need help with rent, I guess, why not? Do you think that if you were dating somebody, like how, how much weight do you think you could put in your friend's opinion of a person that you're dating? That's all, all I think about. If my friend doesn't like a person I'm hanging what? out with, it's fucking game over. So of course you want to have a, like a girl that can hang with your yeah. butt without... I trust my my friends with my life. So if, if they don't approve of somebody that I'm seeing, there's no fucking way I'm doing that. I guess that. we can go back to page one where it says, <laughs> has a very close group of friends. Oh, it's over there. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, page one. Has a very guess, close group guess, of friends. Yeah, true, true. David's really funny, too. He's the type of person that will tell you everything about what's going on and the girl he met. And oh. Yeah, big time. And he'll, he'll run through everything. Fuck, He's it must be hard book. to date you then. Like, do you get into arguments with girls that you date all the time? Because I would think that'd be really hard to be like, I don't know if Jason likes me. Oh, like, no. Or, I mean, you're big on getting opinions. What? Like, even for his videos, he's really big on, like, like a delivery guy came in the other day, and he was editing something, and he brought him over and, like, sat him down to watch the video. He's really big on opinions. Yeah, opinions are important to me. Even when I'm, like, at a restaurant, like, I'll go to a restaurant, and I'll absolutely hate it. I think it would be horrible. This has happened to me so many times, I can't even tell you, where I'll hate the restaurant, but the one person I'm with will go, this is my favorite restaurant. And I go, oh, really? And then the next day, I'll bring back five of my friends, because now I will think that this is the best restaurant in the world, and now I'll have to show them, because I'll be like, well, if I don't like it, I'm sure other people will like it. David, this is a complicated story. I mean, that's a complicated analogy oh, okay. for multiple reasons. Right. Number one, how many restaurants in Los Angeles do you hate? Like, there's like three. <laughs> there's like three I'm not a okay. fan of. Uh, I don't like chain restaurants. No, no, no. I love chain restaurants. I don't like seafood. So, like, anything sushi related. Well, actually, I just found out about shishito peppers. I'm fucking all over shishito peppers. So okay, if they, gotcha. if they serve those, I'm good. Okay, I got you. But I take that back. I actually don't hate any restaurant because the restaurants I hated now, I found out, do serve shishito peppers. <laughs> I used to work with this woman and she brought us all to a restaurant to eat. It was the Petite Hermitage. I think that's what it was called. It's like a, have you been there? It's like a really old, like old type of hotel restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, it's yeah, really you, romantic, right? Yeah, you've been there. We have been there. We've stayed there, I guess. Yeah. Probably, probably like a month ago, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like an old place. Anyway, she loved it. The person I was working with. Uh -huh. Loved it, like absolutely loved it. I fucking hated it. I was like, this is so outdated. Like, this is just so uncomfortable. You can't sleep in this room in these rooms. But then the next week I brought back my I brought my girlfriend there for like, I think it was like 
uh, like our one year anniversary or something. I brought her to stay there because I knew she'd love it. That, well, that's really sweet because it but is. But I don't even it. I don't even do it to be sweet. I just do it because I'm just like she must love this. Like if another human loved it and they're like and it was an older woman that liked it, so I'm like, oh wow, so she's wait, like intellectual, she's experienced. So maybe so you're younger quite, girlfriend so this like is this. about you questioning your own opinion and your own judgment. Yeah, my own judgment is so very much about, clouded by the people around uh, me. You're not a magnanimous person. It's like you are like maybe I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> It was infuriating. I brought him to the polo lounge once for, uh, you know, the polo yeah, lounge, right? Yeah. Anyway, I brought him there and I was like, oh, you got to have the French fries. This will be really fun. He's like, nah, French fries are awful. And then like two weeks later, he brought all his friends there and everyone was like, David, this place is amazing. He's like, isn't it the best? The fries are the best. So this is the influence is being influenced. And I'll literally say, I'll say shit like the fries are the best when I literally hated the fries. It's really, I feel like there's, there has to be like a certain word for it. Like, you know, like not sociopath, but there has to be like no, a descriptive no, but you're, word you're for totally it. You're totally right. Like something that becomes more seductive because, or at least questioning your opinion of something. Right. But do you feel that way about movies? No, movies, I stand my ground. And like, I, I, I know what I like and I know what I hate. Yeah. The really fun thing about David, and I can say this because I'm twice his age, is like everything's still new to him. He's like, still hasn't had sushi. He still hasn't been a lot of places. So the last couple of years we've been hanging out, it's actually really fun because like you're watching his opinions be formed. It's almost like when you have a child <laughs> and you're like, oh, all of a sudden, like my daughter who's 11 suddenly likes steak. Like as of last week, you're like, oh, we can go to a steakhouse now. It's kind of like that I in really, the best way possible. I so wish we could do this whole interview, just the two of us talking about David as though he's not here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the thing that you should know about him, he's very appreciative and oh. he like, he, he, nothing gets old to him. Like he'll walk into this house every day. Yeah. He will literally yell out. He'll go, this house is fucking amazing. He's like, I can't believe I live here. That's incredible. Which is great because, you know, great. we're all jaded. And he, but he's definitely not jaded. That's yeah. probably his best quality. That's great. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Still um, here. Um, okay, wait. Uh, she tells you she once drunkenly made out with her second cousin. I wanted uh. to revise this to, like, she had sex with her second cousin, but I leave it up to you. I think that's fine. B- which one? Sex? Both. I have a friend who did that and... And I, but my and friend I, David, are we getting to a darker areas that we don't know about? No, 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 it's not me. I have a friend who did that, and it, is, uh, is it did not change right. my. He's, he's sitting right to the left of me. No, <laughs> um, no, it didn't change my opinion about the friend at all. So I would assume no. Okay, you do an image search of her face. Oh boy! And find out she's changed her name a few times. You ask her why, and she says that she is a suspect in a crime. No way. That's it. That's a serious fucking deal breaker for me. Whoa, why? What do you fucking mean, why? <laughs> I never actually do an image search on but, anybody. But why would that be... I should. That's so weird. It was scripted here. Attempted murder. But I thought I would soften it by just saying crime. Attempted murder, no fucking way. <laughs> I've definitely been into a girl at one point that had like, had like a record of doing something bad. So maybe... But nothing like attempted murder. Maybe she yeah. like hit somebody, which is kind of fucked up. But like, part of me was like, maybe it was maybe there was like a justified reason for it. So I don't know. It's it's difficult. It would depend on what the case is right. and what they're like wanted for. Wait, like uh, case by case basis for that question. If you if you're single, do you Google 
search like do you do research on people that you might listen to me i don't even know how to search <laughs> give me an education you just yeah, i mean right now it's all instagram right like that's where you find like anybody that you're into like if you even if you find them on the street like a lot of people just ask like what's your instagram because that's that's how you can find out if a person's like uh, a serial killer or like whatever they're into is their instagram how would you rank social platforms like what's and in what, terms of what i don't know that was like the best I can do in conceiving of a question like that. Like most important to the world, most important to me, the one I use the most. Yeah. You can't <laughs> rank them, I think. But they all have different like... The strengths or whatever. Yeah, yeah like TikTok, right? That's yeah, the yeah, new but, one. Educate me. TikTok is like for the young, young kids. Like what struck people with that It's platform? so easy. It's so easy to create videos on there because you can, you can dance to a song and it's like... It's something that kids would be doing in their rooms anyway. Like it's like you know, like when you were a kid and you'd put on like photo booth on your computer. Did you ever do that? Like no, no? okay. Well, a lot of kids would turn on photo booth and like make funny videos like on their desktops. And it's like it's so simple to make a video with your friends now and just upload it. And that's kind of what TikTok is. So, but what what distinguished it was it simply the name? Is it simply that it was new? Because it feels like there were other platforms. No, no platform made it so easy for somebody to make a video with like a song. Like Vine. Vine was like a lot of people just like making six second sketches so what happened with vine well there's many stories i think i don't really know how, how it went down but i think like the top like 11 people on vine requested like 12 million dollars or something to keep posting on the app um and vine did not pay him that rightfully so because that was a crazy ask and then no one Everyone just stopped watching it. Was Vine purchased by something else and then it got absorbed? That happened too. But I genuinely don't think that's what the main problem was. I think they couldn't monetize. And I think I think a big problem was it just like shit wasn't funny anymore on it. Like it was just tough to make jokes. And I, I know that sounds so stupid because there's you can always make a new joke. But like there's something about Vine that like it, I know this sounds crazy and like so immature. But I was like I always say it's sped up comedy. You'd watch a movie and you'd like, you know, you'd see a good joke every yeah. every three, four months. But now when you had Vine, like everyone had access to making a joke that everyone could see. And it just made, it, it, you saw so many funny things that even the, the funny things weren't funny anymore because you're like, I've already seen this 30 right. times. And that's what TikTok's doing now. It's like it's making content even more difficult to create that's original because so many people are making videos. Do you remember Chat Roulette? You probably don't. <laughs> well, I fucking remember I Chat Roulette. I love Chat Roulette. Back yeah. in the early days. God, it was so fucking fun. I was on Omegle. I don't know what that is. It's like the other one. Oh my God, oh. my friends and I, that's all we would fucking do at sleepovers. <gasps> it was bad. We were oh, bad. Chat Roulette, man. What, what those would you do on, What would you do on Chat Roulette? Well, at first it was like, it was a way just like we were... I was shooting Yogi Bear 3D in New Zealand. <laughs> That's so cool. So, like, my line of dialogue for the day would be like, Yogi! Right. And that's it. So I'd sit in my trailer and do chat roulette. And there was at the time there was only like thirty thousand people on it, and so I would talk to people all over the world, like wasted guys in like, you know, Moscow or whatever. Like it was exciting. It was, right. and I'm there. I am in like a ranger uniform in in New Zealand to be like, what's up? And it felt like the conversation could be anything. Right. But then it became you know just dicks. It was so just. Much. That was, me. that was me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, David, are you scared that you're being watched all the time? No. I was. I used to be when I was Look, a kid. Look, you, you said no. Because well, you're you fucking looking out the around. window. I don't know what's going on. <gasps> oh, I should. Yeah, I, you know what? That's a great way to ask the question. I should have done like this. <laughs> 
are you sure that person's not watching? No, there's a, there's a big building that's right across the way, though, and I always think that someone with binoculars is looking right in, but not like in like a watched way, just like in like a curious like one time a day type of thing. Hey, what's David up to, you guys? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not scared. Every time I walk around my house, I'm I'm keeping in mind that there's somebody out like outside the window watching. So I'm like very like like I'll never do anything that I wouldn't want anybody else to see. Well, you have unless I'm of- like in a really closed. Space. You have a lot of glass in your house, and I, I understand that feeling of like just it looks nerves. Like, it looks well, like you you're also plotting. had somebody fucking break in here. Yeah, he was a homeless guy, and he just walked in, and I I walked by the office, and he was laying on my couch in the office, and he was wearing my clothes, and all his clothes were thrown around my living room, and he shit all over the couch, not the one we're currently sitting on, but he had just shit all over the couch, and I had to call the police. I think. They, so then what happened? Like they they came, took him out. They, did he offer any explanation? No, he was so he was so drugged up. He didn't even know that he was in here. He just kind of like stumbled in here. We're in the hills. It feels right. like it feels like no one, a lot right. of meth to have to work up. Like it is. It was a lot of meth, and also on like the last house and like a cul-de-sac. Yeah. So it's just like you, he had nowhere else to walk. So he was like, okay, I'm gonna lay down. But to go uphill, <laughs> right, isn't just an interesting choice. That like, is a weird concept. But maybe there's something to, like to religious up- about traveling uphill for a guy on math. To take a shit. Yeah, I guess. But he made it so know. far, and he didn't even make it to the bathroom. It's a little confusing. So then, did you have to like show up to court? Did you have to? No, I didn't press charges. How sweet of you. That's so selfish. I don't fucking. I don't want to show up to court. I find that the most mind blowing thing when people press charges on something they can just easily forget. Like you're wasting your time. You're wasting. That's your a energy. great quality, David. Oh That's my a God. great quality. It's such a normal quality that just people don't are missing. People, I don't know why. People are missing. You're right. Thanks. That's cool. It's like, what is going to be of value to right. put my energy into? Yeah, Jason's really um, good at that. Jason's really good at especially telling me, like, why are you even upset about this? This is the stupidest thing to be pissed about. And then I'm like, you're right. Yeah. I think that's awesome. You probably get this asked all the time. What? what do you like doing better, the podcast or the I love it that you ask me that. Actually, nobody yeah. really asked me that. I love doing both, but I also hate doing both. Mm. You know, sure. just like anything. Like, sure. like something you can find. You hate them both. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't mean to be flippant about it because the, both of them give me different degrees of satisfaction and frustration. David, As you guys, flippant, flippant right? means uh, when you're, you know, just kind of let something go and not really care too much about something, just so you know. Taylor, write that in my notes. Flippant is when you don't care about something. Um, Jason, I didn't know whether I should like respond to like, oh, this is like an inside thing. Like we rib David about things he doesn't know. Uh, yes, we, we tease him about words sometimes that he doesn't know. That's all. Madagascar. I know that one. That's just a place, right? <laughs> or is there something more to it that I'm not familiar with? It's a, okay, movie, it's a movie with Ben Stiller and Dick Twimmer. <laughs> movie, I know the zebra. Wait, wait, David, yeah. do you have geography skill? I'm supposed to be asking you. He's good at states. Yeah, I'm good, yeah. I'm good at geography. Wait, wait, you said that with a lot of swagger. Yeah, give me a state. I can get like 20 of the states right. So. You, mean, you mean just states' names or capitals? No, capitals, st- capitals. You, you were looking at me like, of course, capitals. Like, well, yeah, I, mean, I, I can name all the states. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's go Vermont. Vermont. Is that Richmond? Wow. No. <gasps> Margo knows. What, what is, is it? it? It's Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. Oh, that's the capital of Virginia. Yeah. I know the capitals. <laughs> I just don't know how they match up with the states. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on the state capitals portion of the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for educating us. Yeah, I, I studied with Jason about 30 minutes before you got here. 
How do you, how do you act? How do you know how to act? <laughs> I the question Jason's been holding in his entire. I figure I'm not gonna have probably won't ever see her again, so I might as well ask her if if you were gonna give like quick advice. If you only had like two minutes, how do you how do you break down a two a, minutes a comedy a two minute, comedy comedy just comedy? That's all I want to no, know no, no, about. No, no. I don't want to know They're about drama. They're both the same. They're okay. both the same. Okay. It's sincerity of character. Okay. And I think openness of. Yeah. Um, attempting to to be reactive. Mm. I think it, it's like the strive to be reactive. I'll be in my bed tonight just looking at the ceiling <laughs> with the covers going, strive to be reactive. <laughs> what <Strive>. did you mean? <laughs> All right, remember how you told me earlier I could ask you anything? Go. Okay. To whom would you most like to apologize and why? <laughs> <sighs> to whom would I like to apologize? Oh, definitely my parents. 100% my parents. For what? Uh, I was just, I mean, I still am like the toughest like kid to have. I don't know. Why do you say that though? <laughs> because uh, I don't know what it is, but th there's some like some part of me is like disconnected with them where I, I wish it wasn't, but it's like in this awkward stage where it's like kind of repairing itself, but it's taken a while. But like I was like such a, like, a shitty teenager and I, I literally still feel like a shitty teenager even though I'm 23. But they must be so proud of you. Yeah, but that doesn't like, that doesn't change anything about whether or not like how like how I treat them or how we treat each other. I, I, I still could be nicer. Not nicer, nice is not the term, but like more like endearing. Like I can call them more. I'm, I'm, That's what I don't do. And I suck at it. I suck at calling my parents. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. Okay, so what's a fear that you had when you were younger that you no longer have? Oh, a fear I had when I was younger that I don't have, that I don't have anymore? Uh, like a fear of the future? Like I was kind of just scared that like, like I'm still scared of like what's going to go on in the future, but I'm a lot more comfortable with like, do you mean that personally or like globally? Like, like personally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially in like high school when you're like trying to figure out like my biggest fear in high school was like I really wanted to work hard, but I didn't know where to do that. And like I'm glad I found like the job where I can like pursue it with like everything I have and be working hard and also enjoying it. Do you feel like things are going to go away? Yes, every fucking second. Yeah, me too. I know. Yeah. And I think that part of that is like in our industries, like we have to be self-promoters and entrepreneurs. Right. But I love that and you're immensely talented and I love it that I think that fear also... I don't know about you, but it kind of propels me to a degree. Right. Um, okay, so wait, what is the trait that you most dislike in yourself? Uh, 
I'm impatient. Like I, I, I can't do like dinners. Like I hate dinners, but I wish I liked dinners. Like I'm really bad at like. Oh, I, I, but yeah, but we've had dinner since then. I hate the portion after we eat and we're sitting there with the dirty dishes and we're waiting for the check. That's like my least favorite part of dinner. Like I feel like everyone should just get up and go. I wish I enjoyed that moment more and like hung out. Okay, the trait you dislike most in yourself is the period between. Not most. This is the one I can only like the one I can think of currently, but I'm sure there's more. Let's think of something else. Truly, the period between when the plates haven't been cleared and the check. Jay, what is it? What is it that he's impatient? So he he Uh, he doesn't want to wait. He wants to go out and shoot. There's easy ways around this. Yeah, I don't know. I've always been like that. Like I'll I'll, like skip meals and stuff just so like we can go get work done. So you don't like a long lingering meal? I don't blame you. Ugh, hate it. But it's more in the whole realm of like just being impatient, and I feel like that's. I do think David, in like the world of sort of exploring who you are as a person. Right, I need to. That was just an amazing choice. What is the trait that you don't care about about like yourself that you don't like? I don't like my narcissism, which is combined with my um, obsession, I guess, that feels very self-involved. And like having to remind myself that people don't care about what I'm doing as much as I think they are. But doesn't, isn't, don't you need your narcissism to get, get you where yeah, you are? I think that is a struggle. That's a great point, yeah. Jason. But Thank you. <laughs> but I think like the, the idea that like, oh, people must be obsessing about this. Right. When it's like, no, everybody has their own shit. And maybe there's like a thing here, there, whatever, but mostly everybody has their own shit that they're dealing with. You know, like paying the check at your dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, and I never pay the check either. I'm, really? I'm the worst. I, I don't have a credit card. Oh. So I'm always like, I'm always Venmoing people. I'm the worst person to go out to dinner with. It's, it's a complete mess. But like fast food, Taco Bell, like all that, I'll, I'll hit up in <laughs> any time. And I'll pay for you because I'll bring cash. Are you good at tricking people? I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're really good at tricking people. What are you talking about? Is it like genuinely just tricking people? Because, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at just tricking people. Yeah, but does an emotional reaction jar you? Like, have I ever done anything that's like seriously upset somebody where I was like, where I have to think twice about what I just did? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's why I try to avoid that. If I ever feel like we're like duping somebody or like tricking somebody that isn't, even even our friend, like, yeah, I guess I don't know how to explain it. We definitely stay away from stuff like that. Sure, we've all had we've had pranks that like you know go in the bad place. You're like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, like I I had I had a prank I pulled on my friend where um he we were arguing about who's more scared of earthquakes. So easy to gauge. Yeah, super. <laughs> and he said he said that I would be more scared. So we had um, police officers come to the door the next day and tell him that the San Andreas fault has ruptured, and um, he started freaking out. And as he was, the police officers told him to evacuate the house. Wait, wait, wait. Did your friend think that there was like an early warning system for an earthquake? Well, he thought that's what it was. It was like a door-to-door, like door, police door, officer, yeah. sure, like yeah. cops that's on the street. Amazing. And then when he left the house, there were 30, 40 extras like outside packing their cars to make it look like they were the families leaving their homes. And there was like a woman with like a baby. And it basically, it was very believable that the world was ending. And I remember it hurt him so bad that the next day I had to call his parents I had to call his mom and dad individually oh. and I had to apologize and I had to call him to apologize because it was just like, it was so out of line and it really, really screwed with everybody, which was like a moment where I was like, okay, maybe I should take a, take a step back from fucking with people's phobias or whatever it was at the time for him, even though he, he tested me. <laughs> David, I'm taking a long pause. Why? Because I think your friend needs to fucking man up. Oh, he thinks it's funny now. Just at the time, it was like very much like... That was like the worst thing that you could have joked around with him. Oh, yeah.
I don't know if I've actually seen you surprised at all during this interview. Like surprised, like like what question? Yeah. No, you said the thing. The thing that made me think was about the tennis thing. That was interesting. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like the sport thing. Yeah, all right. That was interesting. How like do I like to be alone? Yeah. Well, do you like to be alone? No, actually, I always thought I did. I always thought I was an introvert, but I think I'm slowly finding out that I am, in fact, an extrovert. I think most performers are a combo. Yeah, I think I, there's just different times that I want different things. Okay, we're going to call some strangers now and give them some unqualified advice. Are you ready? I'm the most unqualified, so I'm perfect. Um, we're calling Amy. Okay, let her rip. Hello? Hi, is this Amy? Yes, it is. Hey, Amy, it's Anna. Hi, Anna. Hi, I'm here with David Dobrik and his friend Jason. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hey, Amy, will you tell us what's going on? Yeah, so I'm kind of in the in-between of dating this guy. We've been best friends since we were like five years old. We went to school together. Um, He was like my first kiss in kindergarten. And um, we kind of tried dating in high school. And it kind of seemed like it'd be like a a childhood sweetheart kind of situation. And then it kind of just fizzled out because, you know, once you go to college, like life gets busy. And so we're both out of college and we are kind of like thinking about dating again but I'm really scared because he's like my best friend and I'm kind of wondering like how to really like overcome my fear of losing the friendship and still have like a meaningful relationship dating him. Well it sounds like on the page like this would be a perfect relationship because you guys have known each other for so long and you get along and but I think just simply because if he's like flirting with you and you have this question it feels to me it's a little bit more about maybe you're not as attracted to him like it just doesn't seem like the it's Cinderella's shoe I mean the friendship thing aside what would be your bigger hesitation I mean we get along great as friends but our personalities are like polar opposites and I just don't know always how well that would go with us just because I mean as friends it's fine but sometimes there's times in a relationship where you know like I need more stability whereas he likes to like travel the whole country and just pick up on a whim but you know like I have a serious job and can't always do that and so I do feel like if something were to work out I would lose that friendship and you know I'd be devastated by that. Amy it feels like the timing just might not be right because otherwise it would feel like an easier decision. Have you had this conversation with him? We kind of had and he's really nonchalant and you know sure that nothing's going to happen and it's going to be totally but I do feel like sometimes he doesn't understand that like I do have a career and a house and that's sometimes hard to just drop my things and just go on a limb wherever he'd like. Okay, that brings up two questions. One, are you feeling external pressure or internal pressure to be in a relationship? And two, are you a little bit further in your progression of life than he is? I do feel like there's external pressure. I definitely feel like I'm from like a family where you're supposed to be in a relationship. And I think that adds a lot of pressure, even though it really shouldn't. And then I do feel like I am a little further along in life stages like I've been blessed with an amazing career I own a house I you know have like everything 
to do my hobbies, but I think he's still in like a little bit of that soul searching, just got out of college party stage, and that is hard because there can be a disconnect at times. Amy, I feel like you guys should hang out, have fun. I agree. Like, he's also 23, 22? He's 24. 24, yeah. But I mean, I mean, essentially the same. Right, yeah. It sounds like you guys are basically both at, I mean, he's at a different point where he's still figuring himself out, and it's not going to help him figure himself out if he's figuring out things with you. And then I feel like that'll get in the way, and it'll just kind of complicate things. So once he's got it, and once you got it, and the timing is right, it, it'll happen. And, and Amy, I do think that a lot of times we, like an easy solution to like the pressure to get getting your life together is to be in a relationship. That that feels like, okay, well at least I checked that part off the list. I know I have done that. Because it feels like sort of the easiest path to sort of the bridge to adulthood. Right. But I feel like you would know if this sat right with you, you know? Yeah. Because especially you're like early 20s, man, it's such a time of transition. Everyone's trying to figure shit out. I don't think that you should necessarily be in a relationship, especially when it sounds like you may be a little more advanced in... I was asking David earlier if it would be a deal breaker if a girl he was dating would ask for like rent or something. And he was like, no, immediately. And Jason was like, fuck that. Like, I've already been, like, robbed. This guy's only going to disappoint you, Amy. That's, what, that's my <laughs> oh, gut yeah, on this. And yes. Don't set yourself up to, a- for Amy. a big loss here. <laughs> yes. Um, you have two people of a different generation that are giving you I'm, I'm t- I, I, That's my advice. I agree with these guys. But just uh, just remain friends with them and keep... Sounds like you're doing awesome in your life, so stay with that and... I don't know. It doesn't sound like you want to take someone else on who hasn't figured themselves out yet. And I think the trap that we fall into as, uh, I don't know, women is like we get into a pattern of caretaking of like nur- like a good nurture. Like, oh, my God, you're home from work. I made chicken pot pie. Let's like watch this thing and I'll take care of you. And then a dude is like, yeah, uh, I'm into this. That was me. I was I was married for a long time. <laughs> And I hadn't figured myself out yet. And I was on the couch going, where's my pot pie? <laughs> and, uh, and, it, it, and then ultimately I got divorced. And I put her through a lot, of, a, a lot of like pain because I didn't have my shit together. So I'd hate for that to happen to Amy. What an incredibly open thing to say. Thank you so much. But Amy, I think you can articulate just the, I think the idea of like, I adore you. I love spending time with you and I want to hang out with you. To me, it sounds like you're feeling a societal pressure to be in a relationship. And this feels a little bit like, oh, this is a natural fit because we've been friends for so long. But I wouldn't rush into it for those reasons. It sounds like you have everything and you're like, I want to build a pool as well. And (laughs) maybe, you know, it's got to be the right time to build a pool. Right, Dave? You've been trying to... Yeah, right now it's the winter time. Um, you, know, you know what it is? It's, a, it's actually the fall. You're building a pool in the fall, and you, you forgot that winter's around the corner. So maybe wait for winter to pass, start b- building it in the spring, and then enjoy your summer. Whoa, David! And, and, that was a great what? analogy! And, and don't forget that there's nothing wrong with like, taking time and letting time go by. You, know, you don't have to rush into anything. Just let, let a few months go by, see how you feel. But Amy, I know it's so easy for us to all say this, but I do understand like it's different for women. Like we get this weird pressure to like have that shit checked off. Yeah. And I, I think when your heart and your gut is like in a total flurry over somebody, 
You'll know it. Don't build a pool now. Get a membership at the Y. Okay. I, I, think, I, I think I've killed it with the analogies. I don't think we have to try to top me here. It was a pretty good analogy. <laughs> do your parents and his parents get along? It's like they're a whole community situation. They do. I think they've been planning our wedding since we were oh, in God. elementary school. Oh. There we go. Okay, Amy. Yes, this is a no-go. Because imagine, like, your first fight, you can't go to your mom. You can't break up an engagement when those two ladies are, like, planning your wedding and getting, like, working themselves up into a frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Yeah. Am I to No, I feel like you guys have kind of, like, reaffirmed what I feel like I was feeling deep down and, like, made me feel okay about it. <laughs> Amy, thanks so much for sharing. I'm just happy He's... that you could listen to what I had to say to you because that was, you know, <laughs> great things don't come out of my mouth often, and I'm just glad you were here to, to, to listen to that. That was crazy. I witnessed the pool analogy. It was great. <laughs> you were here for that moment. Hey, Amy, thank you. Please keep in touch. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, Amy. Bye, Amy. David, do you have a joke in your back pocket that you feel like telling us? Yeah. Did you hear about the guy who got his whole left side shot off? Uh-uh. Uh-huh. He's all right now. <laughs> I like it. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's the, that's the only I really joke like I have. And I really all. like it. And you sure had that ready to pull out. <laughs> I loved it. It looked like you prepped me for that segment, but no, I, I've just, I'm always ready with that one. Hey, thank you so much, David. Thank you for having me. Thank I'm you, Jason Nash, so for joining nice. us. Jason, thank you. Always a pleasure, Anna. <laughs> 